my cat's name is Gustopher Jones. I'm aware. You like cats. In more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that. Mm. I meant the musical and the Yum. animals. <laughs> is that not what you meant? Uh, no, that's no, exactly that what, what I meant. meant. I just realized it could have been misconstrued in inappropriate ways. Mm. Like the way I take everything. And edibles. Some people might eat cats. I don't know. Uh, I want to go have I mean, my cat. You do. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. We're talking about the animals. Yep. Of which you have two. Yep. So. Three, technically. Rebecca, you're not helping. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get her away from only, that. Only one of those. Never mind. <laughs> Hello. And welcome. We are the Ladies of Strange. I'm Ashley. I'm Tiffany. And I'm Rebecca. Thank you for joining us each week as we discuss the history, mystery, and theory of all things questionable, odd, and eerie. I just looked at Rebecca when it was my turn to say my name. Like, why aren't you going? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Tiffany. No. No, you're no. not. Mm-mm. We've had this order established for a while now, I love. know. I know. I got distracted. Keychain, <laughs> quit your BS. This is why you don't need dongles hanging from your mic arms. <laughs> don't give me that and expect me not to say something inappropriate. Well, do you see what's hanging from your mic stand? That a, could easily be taken ball. with a large shaft coming out of the top of it. Uh, all right. Well, there's my inappropriateness out for the day. What are we learning about today? Yeah, whoa. Okay. Well, fine. Somebody's ready to dive on in. No lube for you. What do we got today, Ashley? No lube. (laughs) Question for you, ladies. Answer for you, lady. What do you want to be done with your body when you die? What do you want to be... Ah, okay, got it. I want to be cremated. Well, I want my organs harvest. I want... Yeah, that's all I really want. And then you can cremate me. Viking funeral. You would. Set me on fire. Shoot arrows at me. Have fun with it. Do you know anyone that's a good enough shot to catch you on fire? Other than me? No. Make a machine for us, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh, cr- you can use crossbows. I don't care. Just put me on a raft and set me on fire. No, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have something set on a timer to engulf it in flames, and we're just going to try and shoot arrows at it until the timer goes off. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I like that yes. idea. That will work. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I just have this vision of like my body floating on a lake. As like y'all tried desperately to hit my body with a flaming arrow for 10 minutes. Yeah, uh-huh. basically. And then Rebecca's spirit just comes and grabs the bow and arrow from one of us. And she's like, oh my God, just move. I got this. Mm-hmm. And then it's, oh my God, it's a ghost. And then you run away and don't even see it. No, I could see her laying on the little funeral, uh, the prior and just like waiting. Her ghost is like. Guys, I'm getting really anxious about this. Like, you just need to hurry up and do it. Like, was this a bad idea? Should I have done this? What should, should I have oh my gone God. with the traditional burial? Oh Get God. Hagrid to do it, please. <laughs> oh, that's true. I could bring him. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just going to be us. I mean, I mean I it's not know. just going to be us, right? No, it's not just <laughs> Me and Tiffany just like, okay, Rebecca, here. Oh, fuck. Sorry. Hold on. All right, Rebecca, one more time. Here we go. Oh, fuck. Sorry. I've got a couple more arrows. Hold on. So are you asking us how we want to be buried? I just wanted to make sure you had a plan. Yeah, no, I want to be cremated after my organs are harvested. I did. I might need to change the plan. Although there are some things I've heard about that I'm intrigued about. But given your segue, I think you may cover them. So... Would you like to hear about some options on what to do yes! with your body? Yes. Yes, I'm so excited. I found this intro and thought it was really funny. What are you going to do with your body once you've kicked the bucket, shuffled off the mortal coil, run down the curtain, or join the invisible choir? Ooh. Right? So, I'm sure we all know that there's several methods available. So we're going to talk about some of the options as well as potential benefits and issues or hazards that some people have Oh, with these options. So, of course, you have your standard burial, which is the traditional choice. It's expensive. Yes. Um, In 2016, over 44% of Americans opted for a standard burial, according to the Smithsonian. Mm -hmm. Um, Direct burial 
is that just without a casket? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I didn't know that was something you could do. <laughs> <laughs> I thought only murderers did that. <laughs> this one is not without a casket, but <laughs> I mean, it is an option. We'll get there. Okay. And it doesn't involve, well, it could involve murder. I don't know how you passed. I'm sorry, RIP. Before we get into this, we are not making light of death. Oh, no. Or anyone that you know that has passed or if it's an uncomfortable circumstance for you, I'm sorry. But it is something that's going to happen to all of us. Mm-hmm. And I thought that it was pretty fascinating, some of the different options out there. Absolutely. So. That and you list, if you listen to our show, because obviously you're listening to it now, we deal with everything with humor. So... Oh, God, yes. If one of us dies, the other two of us are going to be laughing awkwardly at their funeral. Right? Yes. Do you remember that time that we mentioned that one thing? Do you remember? Oh, can we throw a toe ring on her before we put her out there? (laughs) Okay. So direct burial is one of the least expensive options. A funeral home will file the necessary paperwork and will place the unembalmed body in the casket. And then almost immediately take the remains to the cemetery for burial. It's always done within 24 hours because there's no preservation to the body. Okay. So that would be accompanied by like a graveside service. And most families, this is in most situations where families have like tight financial constraints. They'll just choose a really cheap casket and they can't afford to have them embalmed for a viewing or anything like that. Do they have like the crypt concrete thing that they place the casket inside of or do they just stick the casket in the ground? I think with most traditional burials, you have to have the uh, enclosure. Enclosure. Okay. Yeah. My question about that with no embalming is like whenever I've heard stories of people's bodies, you know, doing that thing that happens where they bloat and leak and it... Well, that's why it's done. It's a very quick why turnaround. Why it's done quickly. Well, no, but like once they're in the ground and then it like infests like water sources nearby and... Yeah, but bodies will gradually decompose anyway and it's a matter of natural tissues bloating and getting into the ground or I embalming mean, fluid. Not to get morbid, Fair. but animals die every day. No, that's true. I was just... That was my question was like, I, I thought embalming was something that like if you went the route of not just burying a body in your backyard or something like you had to have it embalmed not a lot of places offer direct burials okay usually if you go through a funeral home or something like that they do have to do the embalming but even with embalming like i said your body will decompose and eventually go and that's one of the um things we'll talk about here is that the embalming fluid that actually goes into the world so burial is going to be can get very very expensive you have to pay for the casket a cemetery plot which includes fees to open and close the actual grave or enclosure Mm -hmm. Um, the endowment which is just the upkeep of the grave a marker or monument or headstone to go Mm -hmm. on top most burials are done below ground but you can also be buried above ground in a mausoleum which Mm -hmm. is weird to me for some reason (laughs) i mean we are going to New Orleans. You're going to see a lot of those. Oh, no. And I mean, people that choose to, I mean, that's fine. But just the thought of like your whole body being just put into a wall. Just, I don't know. It's always seemed weird to so me do for some reason. the pyramids creep you out? No, they don't creep me out. But for me personally, just thinking ah. like my body going into a box in a wall, what you do with your body and what other people choose to do, whatever. Mm-hmm. But just not top of my list we talked about what we wanted to do i'm gonna let you know the options that pique my interest okay okay Okay. (laughs) traditional burial is arguably bad from an environmental perspective caskets and burials are associated with use of over a hundred thousand tons of steel and 1.5 million tons of concrete each year jesus as well as over a hundred thousand trees and 4.3 million gallons of embalming fluid Ugh, that's per a lot year? of gross stuff this is a podcast per year yes thank you <laughs> Did i said each year well i know i asked and then you just nodded at me oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> um and then of course there's also the worry that the carcinogenic embalming fluid eventually will leak into the earth polluting the soil and water surrounding yeah mm-hmm. um so other options is to go for more of a natural burial which is where your body is basically placed into the ground. 
They take place without embalming and without concrete vaults or caskets. Bodies are usually placed in a shroud or placed in a biodegradable casket. The idea being that the bodies and the materials used will decompose naturally. Hmm. Okay. There are at least 50 natural cemeteries in the United States. And there are plenty of uh, preservations and groups that are trying to push for more of these as they do more research on what happens with embalming and the uh, deterioration of caskets. Most people, when they find out what happens in the embalming room, are pretty horrified. They can't believe the cost, which is outrageous, and that there's a growing concern, again, about the environmental effects. um, And more people are looking into natural burials. If we had more options available, more people may choose them. Yeah, would I would imagine a natural burial would also be significantly cheaper, mm-hmm. which I hate to always go back to that. It's just everything is it, so damn expensive. Well, and it it plays a part too because some people are able to think ahead and mm-hmm. put aside money for their loved ones when that time comes. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times it's the family, so you know to have that discussion and kind of know what they wanted yeah it gives you some options instead of just like oh you're grieving the death of somebody oh also here's this gigantic bill yeah it's uh my condolences right (laughs) um another thing that a lot of people do with natural or green burials is instead of doing any type of headstone or memorial they'll actually plant like a garden on top of their plot oh that's cool so everything is going back into so you can like haunt the tomatoes (laughs) i mean I wouldn't choose tomatoes personally, but it's like the tomatoes <laughs> in um, Donkey Kong 64. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Apparently, judging from the faces, only I play that game <laughs> anyway. Um, and then even more in depth is recomposition. And that is where uh, you said recomposition, recomposition. Okay. Which is also known as body composting. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Why did we um, make that noise? <laughs> Intriguing. Seattle-based architecture grad Katrina Spade got a idea in 2012. Could she create a space and a method for returning bodies to the earth naturally sans concrete, steel, and carcinogens? The answers came in the form of human composting, the process of transforming bodies into soil naturally. That's fun. Hmm. Farmers have practiced livestock composting for decades. Wood chips and moisture and breeze combine to expedite the natural process of decay into nutrient-rich soil. She um, is working on a pilot project with Washington State University with bodies pledged by elderly and terminally ill fans of her cause. That's a question about that. Yes. Did you find out about how long it takes for that to happen? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) If and when human composting is legalized, the Urban Death Project dreams of a brick and mortar recomposition facility. Families will ceremonially lower the shrouded corpse into the recomposing vessel and cover it with wood chips as they say goodbye. As soon as 30 days later, they can collect the remains now transformed into roughly a cubic yard of soil, which they could take home and That's use in their fast. own gardens. That's really fast. I am intrigued by this and i think it's a great idea i think i would be thoroughly creeped out and i don't know why this creeps me out over cremation yeah which is essentially like let me just burn yeah the difference is cremation you're putting the ashes somewhere this version the recomposition is you're reusing your family member Yeah. yeah which is i i would have problems with that I mean, I could see the benefit. of It's kind of like, you know, giving back. I wouldn't necessarily want my family to get it. Yeah. I'm about to say, but put, like put to me put a, me in like California where they have the forest fires and they need all the nutrient rich stuff to regrow the... Or the botanical gardens. Yeah. Somewhere where they could benefit from having that extra... Put me near a cactus. So <laughs> I am... Yeah, I'm all for that idea. I think it's wonderful. I think that you hit the nail on the head. I think it would be weird to just be like, all right, family, here's... Her decomposed body. <laughs> Go some cucumbers to feed your children. Yeah. But I do think it's a really cool concept mm-hmm. and a great use of, you know. Well, I mean, it's a great idea, especially in um, highly populated areas where you don't really have the area to have people buried. Buried. Yeah. That was another thing I ran into. I can't remember what country it is, but there is a law in 
one not a law but uh, an old tradition in asian countries where bodies are dug up after 60 years hmm. and disposed of basically because they don't have enough room to oh, wow. leave people in the ground huh so i'll have to i'll put a link to it I'm on telling the site. Y'all, viking funerals <laughs> right? all right so next we have cremation where, of course, neither a casket or embalming fluid is required. If the body must be held for several days, refrigeration or embalming may be necessary. Um, cremation, like burials, can be followed by a funeral. Um, and it is also possible to have an embalming viewing and ceremony and then the body actually be cremated. Yes. Um, but see, every time I think of cremation now, I think of meet the parents. And my dad telling me... I want to be cremated and placed in an urn. Then you can place me on the fireplace so I can keep an eye on y'all. I'm like, um, my, excuse me, sir. My grandfather is in a urn with a deer on it. And my grandma said when she goes, she wants to be put in an urn with a hunter on it. And she wants it pointed <laughs> at my grandpa. That's incredible. That's so. relationship goals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, no, and I shouldn't have gotten the giggle so much about this. But do you know what they call the substance that's left after a body is cremated ashes dust cremains <laughs> cremated remains or cremains <laughs> i could see that and at first time i saw it i was like surely not and then it just kept coming up in a bunch of different articles it so sounds cremains. like tiffany made up that word right <laughs> Um, traditionally are either scattered in various locations, can be kept at home, or can also be buried in a cemetery or entered into a columbarium, which is like a mausoleum, but for cremains. (laughs) (laughs) According to the Natural Death Center, a single cremation can use as much gas and electricity as a 500 mile road trip. Wow. It also emits about 250 pounds of carbon dioxide, which is on average the amount uh, an American home produces in about a week. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. And so even dying is not sustainable. No. (laughs) Man, this is kind of making me reconsider my uh, plans. Yeah. It was fascinating. Some of these I'm telling you, Viking Funeral will play Celine Dion for you. Oh my God. Yes. Every night in my dreams. I will sing it for you. Oh, thank you. But you can't die before me, so. Okay. Um, So it'll just be Rebecca on a beach by herself, recreating it for both of y'all floating. (laughs) What is the movie where where he holds a beatbox over his head? Oh, say anything. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rebecca standing on a beach, shooting arrows at two people. Both floating out to the ocean and trying to hold a stereo over it. What are you doing? It was their dying wish. Leave me alone. Don't bother me. I have (laughs) arrows. (laughs) Katniss Everdeen up in here. All right. So I thought that was considerate. You're welcome. It's very (laughs) considerate. And I appreciate that. You're doing a great job. I'm glad you know we'll be taken care of. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Just know that my ghost will be standing beside you singing Celine. Oh, you'll be going over Niagara Falls while Celine's playing. (gasps) Are we going to have a Viking funeral at Niagara Falls? I can make that happen. Ooh, with fireworks. (laughs) Oh, my God. This this escalated quickly. Y'all have to die first. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca's got big plans. So if you are cremated and you don't want your ashes just sitting around, there's a couple options on things that your loved ones can do with your ashes. They can use it to grow a tree. Mm -hmm. There is a company called Living Urns and they have what is called a bio urn. Um, And it's basically just a biodegradable urn that your ashes are put into or excuse me your cremains <laughs> <laughs> you basically dig a hole in a well-lit area so you place the bio urn into the hole add the provided proprietary growth agent soil and wood chips and then lower the provided seedling of choice into the urn and voila a baby Groot <laughs> that's magnificent <laughs> Is Groot. I would need you I to carve into my tree. I am Groot. Well, we'd have to probably no, have would, like would our great grandkids do it by the time it got big enough to carve anything. Into yeah, it. we would make sure they would carve Tiffany, Hart, Backstreet Boys. Yes. P.S. I am Groot. <laughs> yeah. No, that was one of the, when you said what P.P.S. Insert wood joke. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
yes, yes, yes. God. Whenever you or mentioned things that um, we wanted to do with our bodies, and I said other, I had other options. This and um, the diamond one, which I'm sure you're going to cover. I was about to ask if you wanted to be made into a diamond. Yes. You mean a memorial gym? Yes. <laughs> so you will send a portion of your remains to Life Gym and have them compressed into a diamond. Ooh. It's a basic science involving high pressure on the carbon contained in the remains. Yep. It's not cheap. Nope. The smallest option starts at $2,500. I'm worth it. So that's on top of all of the other costs Bam. to have your body preserved it. and cremated. How big of a diamond does that get you i don't have the size here but i know that it was not very <laughs> <laughs> baby can i'm you, worth it can you imagine the future oh, i'm so glad you're proposing here's grandma's diamond no literally this is grandma. grandma take care of it <laughs> still i'm worth it i, I thought the old lady <laughs> threw it into the ocean in the end well, well baby, baby i went down and got it for you could you imagine like crowns being family trees instead oh <gasps> Can you turn me into a diamond and start a crown and then just like... As your family passes yes. away, they all get put into the crown? Yes. I don't hate it. All right, cool. Whole other meaning to the family jewels. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have called it. Instead of memorial, Jim, it should have been family jewels. I failed. <laughs> I like yours. So for all the hipsters out there, you can get pressed into a vinyl. What? You could have Celine Dion play on you. (laughs) (laughs) Images are running through my mind right now. If you are a loved one as a vinyl freak, then surely the best way to preserve their memory is to press their ashes into a copy of their favorite record. For about $3,800, UK-based company and vinyl will press your ashes into a record that plays 24 minutes, 12 per side of music, or an audio recording, or simple silence. They come packaged with your date of birth, death on the cover, and you can pay more for packaging that comes adorned with the portrait of... An audio file? So, like, you could have 24 minutes of me talking to you? Yeah. And it actually be... Me? Or you can put a song, or they can buff it to where it's silent, or they can also just, like, let your ashes do the thing and see what comes up. Ooh. Yeah. That'd be creepy. <laughs> yeah. Just let oh. your ashes do the thing. <laughs> well, like when they press it, it comes up, you know, with ridges and stuff. And if they don't buff it, then it'll make yeah. different sound effects. Yeah. That Ooh. one's weird. <laughs> I don't like that. If you're an art fan, mm-hmm. uh, companies like Art From Ashes or Memorials.com will offer a unique concept for those who want a long-lasting celebration of their loved one's memories. Artists can mix a portion of the cremated ashes into oil colors and then use it Hmm. to create a beautiful painting or mix a small amount into molten glass to be blown into a memorial piece. Oh, that's cool. Depending on the type of painting you want, the charges will differ, but small like just a small run through of the site they can start from like 150 to from for just like a small basically like card sized canvas up to fifteen hundred dollars but of course it's all commissioned yeah they work with you yeah so the prices all vary on so that one. you said something about blown glass so they take a very small amount like i think it was like half a teaspoon to a teaspoon of the ashes that you have to send in and they can blow like pendants or sun catchers or paperweights or so I could be made into like a little little tiny container and then when Matthew passes away have his ashes put in there and he will be stuck with me forever <laughs> literally forever yes. you could or you could yeah. just wait until you both pass and if you both get cremated send your ashes mixed together and they could put it into something I mean, that's good, too, but I feel like this way is more appealing for me. You just... It sounds more accurate of the situation. You still want him inside you, even in death. There's a lot of my bad jokes. My parents listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I stopped myself, but I had to... <laughs> Next, you can be turned into fireworks. Yes! <laughs> Tell me more. So, the main website that I got my information from is heavenlystarsfireworks.com. There are a couple other 
companies out there, they basically pack a small portion of the cremated ashes into a professional grade fireworks and stage memorial display for the survivors. Once a date is scheduled for the display, the family members and friends of the deceased will gather to watch the display. Um, often the fireworks are accompanied by some of the favorite songs of the deceased. Hope y'all like the Cats musical. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Can or you imagine fireworks going off to Jellicle Cats? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. So the large displays that this company in particular, and this is a, a UK-based company, but they basically put the whole show together. They put it to music. They do the whole thing. They range from $1,300 to $5,100. Mm, not bad. Start saving now. Got it. Pretty much. And like I said, keep in mind the cost to actually be cremated on top of all this and then you can also just have them send you self fire fireworks um which run their packages run from nine hundred dollars to thirty two hundred dollars so you can have fireworks of you sent to your family yeah so basically like like your family can either like order like a display and they put the whole thing on and they shoot off the fireworks and do like the mortars and the whole nine yards or they can put them just into smaller self-fire fireworks that you don't have to have like a license for and you can shoot them off yourselves. Hmm. Do I want a legit display or do <laughs> I want a redneck 4th of July? Or do you want Ashley and I like pointing fireworks at each other and like trying to... Could I get made into <gasps> Roman candles? Do Yeah, we could do like... Have you seen the video of them doing the Harry Potter fight? That's what <gasps> needs to happen. I need to have the Viking funeral and then make part of me into Roman candles. Yes. What are we going to do? Just like cremate your foot? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> you a don't what? need a foot. A <laughs> it's all coming together. And then we'll just shoot fireworks at your body. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, see, this is why you guys needed to know what options were out there. They're oh, great. Yeah. This is going to be an expensive death, man. <laughs> it's going to be epic. Yeah, it is. So one of my top choices is you can be turned into a coral reef. Ooh. Yeah. That's cool. A Georgia-based company, Eternal Reefs, take ashes and make them into an environmentally friendly concrete cast, quote-unquote, reef on which coral can grow underwater. Um, The orbs are placed in areas where reefs need restoration, attracting fish and other organisms that turn the remains into an undersea habitat. Uh, Cremation isn't as green as natural burials due to the combustion process, but eternal... Sorry, we just had a cat claw at the door, and I thought we were all going to (laughs) die. Good thing we have recorded our choices so far. Um... (laughs) I lost my thought. But yeah, so you could be put into concrete orbs. They're placed in areas where the reefs need restoration and you can become an eternal part of the ocean. That's That's really cool. Awesome. Um, Their sizes, they have different sizes and different options available and they run from about $3,000 to $8,000. That's doable. Yeah. I mean, We'll, we'll make that happen. Thank you. Considering the cost of a funeral, like that's not... But again... Keep in mind, you still have to pay for the cremation and everything, and that's not cheap. So, Ashley will be a coral reef, Tiffany will be a diamond, and I will be set on fire. Yes. This is making sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So, moving away from cremation a little bit, you can be buried at sea. I really (laughs) thought you were going to say buried alive for a second, and I got really worried. (laughs) I know. I know. You think of all people... Miss claustrophobic pansy over here. I would talk about being buried. Hell no. All right. Buried at sea. So is this Viking style? Following the tradition of Vikings, naval officers and pirates alike. Those who love the ocean and life can return in death with the sea burial. In addition to the countless water soluble urns on the market, an entire body can be set to sea in designated areas off the U.S. coast. Though some burials involve dropping an entire modified casket into the ocean floor, environmentally inclined businesses like New England Burials at Sea offer more eco-friendly and affordable options such as natural burial shrouds hand-sewn by New England sailmakers. Well, that's Ah. cool. Um, So a charter will take your funeral party out to sea and then they will do either an open or closed casket service before dropping the body. That is a piece of paper. I'm missing something. Do we need to take a quick drink break? Um, yeah, 
Kyle, let's go ahead and take a quick drink break, and I'll see if I can find my pricing on that one. Rebecca, can you mix something up for us? Absolutely. You know, when you just get really bored with doing insurance, so you're just like, I just want to kill somebody, and you do. So it's theorized that they took blood from another corpse at the hospital. There was actually reports of a suicide in France that night. Which would car. give you the CO2 Which would give poisoning. You the CO2 poisoning. And she starts, like, gesturing with her hands, like she's talking to somebody. Okay. But there's nobody there. I'm Sky, the host of Histories, Mysteries, and Conspiracies. Join me and a guest every week as we discuss a new story. Find us at historiesmysteriesconspiracies.com. Be your weird self. So I couldn't find my pricing information, but we'll have a link to the New England Burials at Sea website on the um, blog if you guys are interested. We'll have a lot of links. Now, yes, I have a list of websites on the drive for you. Yay. Could you... <laughs> Could you be set on fire during one of those? Not with that company. It didn't say anything about doing it that way. Okay. But I'm sure we could find a way. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll <laughs> set you on fire. Don't you worry. I know a couple of people that have boats. Absolute worst case. We'll get you out there. <laughs> I mean. Or just turn you into fire. It could be a raft from a Walmart. I don't care. <laughs> just set me on fire. No, we need to do it with not a raft because okay that's fine not get a unicorn blow up thingy that's no, not biodegradable, that's not biodegradable. we don't want it going back into the water ah oh, fine i'll think of something just no, a pallet just, we'll think of it just set me on fire it'll be fine we'll <laughs> set you on set fire me we'll on take fire. care of it okay <laughs> that's what worries me <laughs> okay we have her and we have the matches what do we do now <laughs> just toss her in and light her on fire real quick before that's she how sinks. that works right she's got lots of hair on her head we could just start there and see <laughs> thank what happens. you for clarifying on my head <laughs> I am a hairy person. <laughs> Rebecca I'm, the werewolf over here. I am very flammable. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our next option is... Suspense? Because that's the way to die. Because it's, it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> is resomation or alkaline hydrolysis. So they melt you. Yes. <laughs> But the process is very interesting. The process. Is it like Breaking Bad? I don't know. I've never seen Breaking Bad. Quit rubbing it in. Oh, sorry. (laughs) I keep forgetting that the sore spot. Sorry. The process called resumation or biocremation requires the body to be placed in a stainless steel vessel filled with a solution of 95% water and 5% potassium hydroxide or sodium hydroxide. A combination of rushing alkaline waters and temperatures around 350 degrees Fahrenheit cause the body to dissolve in essentially the same process that happens to a body left on the earth or in a stream. Only what would take months in nature take about 20 hours in an aquamation pot. By the end, all that's left is the skeleton or parts of the skeleton, which are ground up into a white powder and the remains are given to the loved one's which, just like cremation, they can choose to scatter them or place them in urns. So, like, Sausage King. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Many advocates say the process emit about a fifth of the carbon dioxide of traditional cremation. Well, that's cool. Hmm. Um, it was legalized in California in 2017. And no, I don't have a list before you guys ask. There are 14 other states that it's currently illegal in and three Canadian provinces, three places in Canada. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Oh, God. So next, Tiffany, you want to teach us about cryonics? I do, actually. (laughs) I'm going to freeze you and keep you in a tough shed. (laughs) She has to die first. (laughs) So she doesn't freeze us and keep us in tough sheds. Yeah. So, if you would like to prefer to hold on to your old life and um, have a potential to come back, if you have a large pocketbook, a very large pocketbook, (laughs) there is cryonics. The Cryonics Institute does a process called cryopreservation, where they cool legally dead people. That, yeah, yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, yeah. Legally dead people. First, what does that turn? Second, 
How can I be illegally dead? If you are on Disney property and you die, <laughs> you are not legally dead until, until you, you leave property. Yeah. So basically, you're not legally dead until a doctor has pronounced you dead? I guess, yeah. I didn't go further into. Okay, I want to be illegally dead on my Viking funeral. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So as soon as she hits the ground, we just got to run. Yes. <laughs> So the process involves cooling legally dead people to liquid nitrogen temperatures where physical decay essentially stops in the hopes that the future technologically advanced scientific procedures will someday be able to revive them and restore them to youth and good health. Whoa. According to the Cryonics Institute, there were just under 200 people in cryonic storage in the United States as of August 2016. Hmm. Prices will vary depending on the, you know, depth of the procedure, um, the preservation company, and if they offer payment plans. But it can range as high as $200,000 for whole Jeez. body preservations. If you pinch in pennies, you can have your head preserved for around eighty. dollars oh. so, so Futurama style. Yeah. <laughs> or you can just get a tough shed. And some dry ice. Yeah. <laughs> and get grandfathered in. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just illegally set me on fire. Okay. After I'm dead, please. Can do. <laughs> if you like the idea of being really cold, um, <laughs> but cryonics isn't for you, there's also freeze drying. <laughs> Wait, like the snacks? Uh-huh. Why? Um, what do you do with that? <laughs> beef jerky, man. No. Ew. Swedish marine biologist Suzanne Y. Mossick invented the process of immersing the corpse in liquid nitrogen which makes it very brittle and then placed on a special machine that causes vibrations to shake the body apart the water is evaporated with a special vacuum and then a separator filters out any mercury fillings or surgical implants and the powdered remains are laid to rest in a shallowed grave new plan is that what you want you want to be freeze-dried and shaken no i'm be freeze-dried i want to be attacked like a mario hammer oh my god oh honey does that not sound like fun (laughs) it does but (laughs) tiffany probably could not i wouldn't be able to actually do it i'd be really excited about it up until i saw you and then i would probably just give the hammer to my sister she'll be like i'll take care i got this yeah um this is also a eco-friendly option because they believe with the shallow burial once oxygen and water are mixed with the powdered remains it turns it basically into a compost Hmm. If you're still a fan of the sci-fi options, but cryonics and freeze-dried aren't right up your alley, you can be shot into space. That was anticlimactic. You can be shot into space. I had to burp when I said it the first oh. time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm I'm intrigued. Just just up? Uh, just far enough for you to be out of line of sight. So you don't fall back onto flat earth? Exactly. <laughs> Your cremains can hitch a ride on a rocket that's already headed for the stars, a journey that is more symbolic than practical. Because of the high cost of space flight, only one to seven grams of your remains can be launched. That's not a lot. Man. No, not much at all. Um, according to uh, Celestis Memorial Space Flights, a company that offers the postmortem flights, a low orbit journey that lets your cremains remain experience zero gravity before returning to Earth started around a thousand dollars. Okay, hmm. hold on, <laughs> hold on. You're paying all this money for a tiny portion, like not even a pinky, to fly around in low orbit and come back down. That's how you become a shooting star, Tiffany. No, no, you come back down to Earth and then burn up in the atmosphere. And no, that's how you. No, this is just, you are literally on a ship that's doing a low orbit journey, like test flight, basically. Wait, I don't get to become a shooting star? No. Then what's the point of this? Right? No, they don't launch you into space. You get to go up in a spaceship. I guess if you have like this undying need to be an astronaut. Yeah, it's a cool option. I mean, that's pretty cool, but very impractical. That's something that like people with way too much money would do. Yeah, and then you're back. What are you supposed to do with you then? Well, that's our thousand dollar option. You send okay. okay. You send the other part of your pinky up for the next orbit. <laughs> you just keep <laughs> rotating. 
I hope you have a lot of money. Um, a chance to orbit the Earth and eventually burn up in the atmosphere runs around thirteen, nope, $3,000. Dedicated space lovers can have themselves launched to the moon or into deep space for anywhere from $12,000 to $15,000. That's not bad. Do you know how bad my anxiety just kicked in? Why? Oh, you don't like wide open spaces. No. That's <laughs> terrifying. That's one of the few places that we differ. She hates wide open spaces and I hate closed spaces. That gives me so much. Like, my, <laughs> my the ears, best way to get rid of your ghost. My ears hurt right now because I'm so your anxious. Your ears hurt? Yes. Pressure. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll diamond you. will be fine. Okay. We will, yeah, we'll keep you, keep you, uh, firmly planted. I'd rather be shiny. Um, so next option is donation. So whether a body is to be buried or cremated, part or all of it can first be donated to improve the quality of life or others. This can actually be considered the gift of life itself. Mm -hmm. We've talked a couple times about we're very pro organ donation on here so but again we'll share the information on where you can find info about it um, because it's almost an option for everyone they could possibly be able to use some part of you yes um so you can donate your organs or tissues or even your whole bodies if you want to become an organ donor again we'll have information on where to do with that but if you want to make a whole body donation you have to make prior arrangements with a medical school or facility before you pass If arrangements have been made for a donation of a body to a medical school or educational facility, the facility will transport the body and assume responsibility for disposal or cremation. So that's Mm -hmm. why you have to arrange so that when the time comes, they're prepared to. Yeah, because it's not just taking the body. They're also responsible for disposing of it and sometimes returning it back to the family. Yeah, and they will sometimes. If you send it to a medical school, they will more than likely return ashes to the family, but it could be a few years before you get Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. the remains back. Or you could just donate yourself to a body farm. Like the one in Tennessee? Texas. Texas? I think the main one's in Texas, I believe. Tiffany's looking at us like, what is this? In the 1970s, anthropologist William Bass wanted to study how bodies decompose naturally. Using donated cadavers, he created a farm for forensic anthropologists to study a wide array of body decomposition scenarios. What does it look like if a body rots in a swamp, if it's eaten by maggots, by wildlife? At the body farm, your disturbing dreams can come true. Tiffany has a look of shock on her face, so I'm just going to (laughs) continue. Texas lays claim to the largest body farm in the United States. Located on the Freeman Ranch at Texas State University, the body farm is responsible for massive developments in criminal science and the study of death, which is thanatology. That makes sense. Thanos. Thanos. (laughs) The body farm has aided in critical discoveries, including the microbial clock, which is a process by which... Uh, the time of death can be precisely identified by examining posthumous microbiome. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Science and stuff. Needless to say, the body farm is a huge win for detectives and scientists alike. People can donate their bodies to their local body farm to further research and save a good chunk of change. There are seven current operating body farms in the United States with more planned soon. I like this idea. But when you said maggots, it made me very uncomfortable and upset. (laughs) That's like top of my list on what I want. I mean, I get that. And it's wonderful. And after, you know, all my organs are gone, I'm really not going to be doing anything with my body anyway. But maggots. Why'd you have to mention maggots? Because it's used for research. So that like bodies. (laughs) You would give a shit if somebody that you love was dead and eaten by maggots and they couldn't figure out how to figure out what happened to him i understand that and that's fine and i like that idea of donating the body i yes i just don't want to think about maggots just tell me that i'm gonna be one of those worms crawl in the worms crawl out the worms baby nickel in your snout (laughs) (laughs) she's so uncomfortable yeah next plastination Oh, so like the body museum. Yeah. Ooh. The bodies. Why do I know so much about this? (laughs) (laughs) 
The bodies in the Bodies World exhibit are not made of wax, you know. They're real people who have undergone plastination after death. The man who invented the process, Gunther von Hagens, uh, initially said it was to be used in medical schools and anatomy labs to preserve organ specimens for education, but he decided to set up his own institute in 1993 devoted purely to creating an exhibit using donated bodies. Plastination involves infusing a body or its components with plastic by saturating it repeatedly in silicone, then putting it in a vacuum, sucking the silicone out, repeating the process, and presto, you're preserved for eternity. Oh. According to the Institute for Plastination, thousands have signed up to donate their bodies for education and display. I like this idea. You want to be a bodies exhibit? I think so. Like pose where you're like running then everybody can look at me forever <laughs> i was about to say you naked but you'd be all about that yeah <laughs> doesn't bother me it's fine uh let's see our last two options uh we have the mushroom burial suit Ooh, this what? is fun koiko c-o-e-i-c-o i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing that correctly founder and creator of the mushroom burial suit Ja Rim Lee wanted to find a way to give back to the earth. She created a pair of head-to-toe ninja pajamas, quote-unquote, lined with special mushroom spores to the suit uh, to suit and eventually consume a dead body. The mushrooms, she says, are specially trained to devour dead human tissue. The human body is filled with toxins that can be returned to the atmosphere and cremation and other forms of body disposal. But mushrooms have a knack for absorbing and purifying such toxins. Question. Yes. Can they be psychedelic mushrooms? I don't know if you can pick your... Because I might have another plan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure she could put whatever spores in your pajamas that you wanted. Um, (laughs) That's such a weird statement. (laughs) Episode 35. <laughs> pajama spores. What's that? Bananas and pajamas. <laughs> Mushrooms and pajamas are how you're gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> so mushrooms have a knack for absorbing and purifying toxins, a process known as mycormediation. Why do I even try? <laughs> mediation. It leaves the earth cleaner than they found it. Once the tissue is broken down, according to Lee, the mushrooms transmit the nutrients from the body to an intricate network of fungi in the soil that passes the sustenance onto trees. Hmm. That means your last act could be feeding the forest with your now purified remains. It's an appealing thought for the green at heart, even though eaten by mushrooms is not exactly how they pictured going out. (laughs) I mean, compared to some of the others, eaten by mushrooms doesn't seem too bad. No, I'm going to pass. That doesn't bother me. I'd rather be eaten by mushrooms than maggots. You just want to be a fun guy. Right? Uh Look at you. (laughs) You're so funny. And the last option is a Tibetan tradition called a sky burial. Buddhists practice a death ritual meant to encourage good karma. They take the bodies to carnal grounds where vultures come to eat the flesh offer it back to the world that was taken during their life. It's believed that the practice encourages the dead to move along to the next life without being held back by one's greatest attachment, their physical body. Ritual aside, it's a practical answer due to the scarcity of wood and usable burial grounds. So that was just one of the few weird burial traditions that aren't really available to us, but I thought it was really cool. That's fascinating. It's an eco-friendly way to deal with that. Yeah, and you make the vultures happy so they don't eat your lions. I don't know if they have You're, lions in Tibet. They but don't. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Monkeys. Fascinating. So, just some options. I mean, I really like the idea of, obviously, I'm going to donate my organs. So that's not an option to not. But I like the tree option. Mm-hmm. I also am kind of a fan of not being cremated anymore because... That you shed a light on it that I did not know about. She wants to be a diamond. Shine bright like a diamond. I mean, I do want to be a diamond, but I also want to be a tree. But I also want to be put on display in a bodies museum. So lots of options. I'm just going to like create a bingo board and you guys play bingo and whoever wins gets to pick. <laughs> a bingo board? Yeah, it's going to have a bunch of like bee mushroom and you put a little marker down and then I cremation 
what I was like, what is help this, us like a, choose? What is this, like a three squared bingo board? Like, No, there are going to be a bunch of different options. And then you guys, whoever wins bingo gets to pick how I go. Okay. So is that what we're going to do at your funeral? Or yeah. like play bingo? Play bingo. Heck yeah. <laughs> to decide what to do with your body? Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine if your little brother wins? Oh my God. He would have so much fun she with that. He would be shot into space. Heck yeah, I would. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Gotta cover the cost of that because I didn't save up that much money. <laughs> but yeah, so there's just a couple options. And I know we kind of made it a little silly, but it's, it's something you haven't thought about. Probably is something worth thinking about and worth talking to your loved ones about because yeah. you never know. And there's lots of other options other than being buried or lit on fire. Not many because fire's the best one. Well, no, I mean like cremated on fire. Sorry. Oh, well, never mind. <laughs> so, All right. Are well, you s- well, food for that. I know Rebecca wants to be caught on fire. I want to be put underwater and Rebecca or Tiffany's still up for debate. Yeah. I definitely don't want to be put underwater um, because the ocean terrifies me. Don't want to be shot into space because space terrifies me. <laughs> Outside of your house terrifies you. <laughs> That's true, too. <laughs> so, but other than that have fun oh and no maggots okay so maybe i am picky (laughs) (laughs) we know yeah oh yeah so ideally maybe i wonder if i could go to the bodies exhibit or not bodies exhibit bodies farm they could use my body for a little while then whatever's left they can cremate and use that to turn me into a coral reef there you go Hmm. yep done (laughs) i like i'm ready to go now i like it (laughs) And then we're going to take, like, Rebecca's foot, cremate it for fireworks, and then give her a Viking funeral. I wouldn't give you very many. Well, I don't know how much you need for... Take what you need for a couple um, Roman candles, because y'all y'all will need a couple. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and then... We'll call them and see what they need from us. Do it that way. Keep me keep me in a tough shed until the fireworks are made. Oh, there geez. we go. Tiffany, you have your permission. I got it. <laughs> Well, remember, friends, everyone has something that they find odd. Let us tell you why it's not. If you have any questionable topics you'd like us to discuss, you can share them with us on any of our social medias. Links can be found on our website, theladiesofstrange.com, or you can email them to us at theladiesofstrange at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you think we're doing a great job and want to support the show, you can find us on Patreon. Uh, rate rating rating is awesome we would love it if you rated us yes yes please <laughs> keep it strange lovelies the worms crawl in the God, worms crawl you. out the worms no, no, baby no. nickel on your snout <laughs>